Yo, 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 what is going on? This is Unbounded. Thanks for coming again. I'm yours as always. And along me, I got my boy Isaac. Hopefully, Breon will be uh, joining us. Uh, nothing bad going on with him, just just not here just yet. But what's going on with you, dog? Uh, I'm good. Um, my remember that fight I was telling you I have my fight with the ongoing battle uh, that habit I got. Please tell me that you're not that you haven't backslid. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's bad, bro. I'm, I'm, it's, it's bad. It's bad. We got, we got to fight it, dog. We got to fight it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, 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 look, look, I got, I got to, I got to work it myself. So it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's, it's all right. So now, really, well, I think towards the end, we'll kind of talk sports because I, I don't think you, hopefully, Brian, if, when Brian comes in, well, I was going to say, well, which one did you think my question last night? I was gonna say, which one do you think we have? We'll spend more time on sports or, or what we really I, I want to get into. I here. We talk sports anyway because I wanted, I want, I want both of you to answer my question that y'all didn't answer last night. What was the question? It was about Russell Wilson. If he goes to the Cowboys, if he goes yeah. to the Cow- if Russell Wilson goes to the Cowboys, I'm probably gonna be like Breon. I'm gonna be unbearable. I, I am. Will, I will have to find you co-host. I will. I will. I will find every meme or reference I can of someone not even joining the dark side. I will find every reference I can of somebody joining something else out of spite and just sharing it with you, tagging you in everything. I will let this take this time to give an advertisement. Drink water. Fair. But we'll, we'll we'll start off with wrestling. Uh, let's go ahead and get down to the hottest topic of the week, and that is Charlie Caruso is white. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. I had that, oh. shock. that I wasn't shocked. I was like, I was like, why? Oh. Do, why are people surprised about the fact that Charlie Caruso is a white woman? Like, was that news to anybody? Evidently, I was I was sitting outside the hospital waiting on my dad. He was okay. That's good. Uh, it was just an appointment, but whatever. I was. Uh, and like, the first thing I see is like, my whole life has been a lie. Charlie Cruz is a white woman. I was like, so is so is uh, Bobby Caldwell. Hold tight. Well, keep going. So that was the whole thing, but that's not really the biggest thing that was going on. So Dave Meltzer. And the Wrestling Observer dropped their yearly Wrestling Observer Awards. And it's quite hilarious, actually. Because pers- personally, I don't take any of the I don't take a lot of these awards seriously because especially with the Wrestling Observer, because it was voted on by the subscribers of the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Which could be very, 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 very biased. And a lot of these are quite biased. Some of them I do actually agree with. And a lot of these I definitely disagree with. So, wrestler of the year, John Moxley. I mean, I don't disagree wait, with this. Is this 2020? Other names is, is this of 2020? Yes. Then yes. John Moxley definitely won it. Like I'm not going to fight John Moxley winning this. You know, I have one. I think it would be Drew, but I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight it. Well, here's what I'll say about that. Did Drew have a harder? system to work through yes 
Yes. You know, you know that you know that's one of my things. That I always say, look, I give a lot of credit. I have I usually give an extra bonus to WWE superstars who, because we know that the the way they do things there are very very. They have a systematic for, for structure. That don't really watch wrestling. It is very very New England Patriot like. WWE has a systematic structure problem. They're the New England Patriots of professional wrestling. You mean like the current New England Patriots or like the... the Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. They're they're technically still Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. You mean when they had break? You mean when they had the cheater? I mean, with or without the cheater? Over there. The Patriot way is still the way. So they're Johnny Gargano? <laughs> they're Austin Theory? They're Candice LeRae? They're Indy Hartwell? They're Indy Wrestling. Not independent wrestling, indie, Hartwell wrestling. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just the way that they are. You, you, you do how it's done. You are really dressed like Kendrick Lamar right now. I have on a black shirt, an A chain, and an Adidas hat. I don't see how I'm Kendrick Lamar, but okay. I'm just, I'm just, every, I'm just every black rapper with locks. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not gonna fight John Moxley. I'm saying because Kendrick. Do you have Cortez's on? I don't. Then you be Kendrick. Then <laughs> you be Kendrick. Uh, female wrestler of the year. I don't think anybody can fight this. Is Bailey? Let's be real. Bailey has been the only because they booked Oscar terribly. I agree. There, Oscar has been oh, ever since but she beat Charlotte. Since, since she beat Charlotte, like, yeah. like, 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 that was the moment that they kind of went down here with her. They did. She did put some really great matches on with uh with Sasha during that. She whole was carrying Raw by herself for a couple weeks. Oh, definitely. Like when they went into that bad era, they were memes. There was that meme of her sitting at the the, ta- begin, the beginning of the yeah. There was her era. just that was vibing. Time. Just sitting there vibing. Her and. That money in the bank. First episode because she should have gotten MVP just solely for money in the bank. What she oh, did, yeah. money in the bank. I mean, I wouldn't say that nobody else was doing great during that time period because we got to remember MVP started his whole thing, right? Right. right. Too. And I'm just saying, we started getting hurt. Business Raw there. as a whole, as a whole brand, it's hard for me, and maybe it's because I love Oscar, but Raw as a brand, like she, she carried it. Yes. And, I, I, I am a frequent watcher of Raw. I know you don't watch Raw, but I, I do on just about every Monday. And my issue is, like, there's a lot of good up there. It's just a lot of direction was good. Like, Hurt Business, amazing. Yeah. I love every single member of Retribution, but the frustrating part about Retribution right now is there's no direction. I will be the first person to go to bat for Mace. Mace was... A year and some change ago, sitting at the announcer's table and seeing how how far he's come and not to be a person that was featured in NXT, he looks great in the ring. Here's the thing. He was signed on NXT. Like, I would see a video of him in NXT. Like, I followed him on Twitter, and he would show videos of him wrestling at house shows at NXT, and he's amazing. He's amazing. I didn't follow him, though, like. I'm starting to find out more about some of the guys that they have signed now. Like I just found about Ezra 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 Judge through uh uh what's the Somalier's name? 
Reginald. Because he, Ricochet, and uh, as EJ, they're like a clique. Yeah, I saw them on TikTok. So, like, they, they're all hanging out together all the time. Yes. EJ, oh my gosh, you think Bobby Lashley has a physique? Wait till this dude gets on TV. Bobby's going to be champion before Mania, right? He's got uh, I hope he wins tomorrow. I, like, there's there's no... Is, you you there's, there is literally no reason. I don't care if he's The Miz. I'm not going to watch it because I have better things to do than watch Monday Night Raw. If Miz, if for some reason Miz is champion at WrestleMania, they did it wrong. There's no, there's literally, he should be literally no reason Bobby Lashley should not walk into WrestleMania. I think next week what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna write out my dream car for Mania because I can, I can already say right now my dream match, my the match I want to see for the World Heavyweight Championship, it has something to do with a guy that you don't care for. Is it Brock? You want to see Brock, Bobby, and Drew, don't you? I want, I, no, I just want to see Brock, Bobby in a fight pit. They're not going to be... Oh God, I wish. I wish. That's why it's a dream. A man can dream, can he? I know no, you're right, but I'm just saying, I, I don't know. You can't tell but anyway, but these two Mo- dudes in a fight pit would not be amazing. Mox? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. They were trying to do that in MMA. They were trying to get them... Brock to fight uh, Bobby in MMA. And evidently he wants the Bobby octagon. Now, so just give me, give, give us what we want, dog. It doesn't even have to be a fight pit. I give me mean, Cross versus Thatcher in the fight pit. I, I, you, you know, you know the type of match I want to see right now. And I'm going to channel my inner Big E. I want to see two big meaty, meaty men bumping me. Pause. That video, that is still funny. Did you speak, going off, going off the. Uh, Cuffhead, did you not? Did you have you watched the uh documentary? I tried, but the network is fucking retarded. It's, it worked for me. I just no, I was it. trying to watch it on my laptop and it kept freezing. Oh lord! But yeah, man. So, that, oh my gosh, that documentary was amazing. I, I did send you the picture of him uh playing. Yeah, yeah, at Iowa. Yeah, Iowa State. No, at Iowa. No, it's Iowa State. No, it isn't. No, it is. It is Iowa. You're right. I was about to say he went to Iowa. Like, I, I, I got to remember Iowa's jersey looks like the uh, classic Steelers jerseys. Yeah. You got to use your common sense, man. Anyway. I'll use my superhero. I'll use my superpowers next time. All right. So next we have tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. Come on. Come on. You know, I'm Come not on. the biggest fan of the Young Come Bucks. Come on, man. They had, they had, they had some good stuff last year. You can't say. Bucks I'm versus still, I'm Page still and Omega FTR, was I'm not sorry. fantastic. I, I'm, st- I'm still I'm still I'm still I'm still FTR guy though. I'm sorry, but I'm saying, but they didn't get, but they had that ma- they had their dream match, which to me I, I honestly, still think was better than the one the Revolution. But that's I don't I not that I don't I watched the match at Full Gear and I was not I wasn't as what's the word. I wasn't as impressed. I won't say impressed, but I'm like, I wasn't as like. It didn't do it for me. I don't know. I, I just feel like it was a lot of times when I watched Young Bucks matches, either A, it just looks very repetitive, or B, a lot of the stuff they do just looks like, hey, I'm going to stand right here. And it just looks very, very 
overly coordinated. And like, it, it, it's cool for gifs. Like, that's great. It's cool for gifs. And I'm not sitting here saying that the Young Bucks suck. That, I'm not saying that. I, like, I, you saw my video back in November. I said, as good as the Young Bucks are, I still think they're overrated. I mean, they're, they they're are to an extent, but they're hard to, it's hard to ignore what they do. Like, that, not even their style, I'm not even talking about their style, but look at the places they put themselves in. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, look, there's like, a why, lot of like, those matches that I absolutely love. Like, going back to Golden Lovers and Young Bucks at, uh, I forget which uh, New Japan show it was that was over here. I want to say um, Cow Palace. You talk about uh, Strong Style Evolved with, versus Kenny and Coda. Yeah, that one. I, that's, probably, that's what I'm saying. Like, they do, like, why, you got to look at it. Why is it amazing? Because they are able to wrestle and tell a story. Like, I maybe it's because I didn't see the story of the Bucks and FTR other than it was a dream match. But like what made what made the match with Kenny and Paige so much was because of the build. That's why it was so good. That's why it was good to me. You know. This is why I love Professor Russell because and then our friendship just goes off of disagreeing with every single thing we talk about. Right. right. Oh my gosh. Uh most outstanding wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega it's, I mean, this is why I start saying, okay, I'm gonna throw the bias card out. I, I won't give this one to Mox, dog. I'm sorry. So, you think Mox gets both most outstanding and wrestler of the year? Fight me. No, no, no. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm just, I'm, I mean, trying to, I am trying, I agree. I agree. No, I agree. I'm with you. I am with but yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I would give this one. I haven't. Because not, not saying Mox. he had bad matches, but he oh, had more big match. Uh, Mox had more bigger, had bigger matches bigger than Kenny did. Mostly is because he was champion for most of the year. But even when he wasn't champ, even when he wasn't wrestling with the championship, he still had good matches. I'm like one of the matches, rich. like one of the matches I go to is the match Mox had. Mox Darby versus Ricky. Starks and Brian Cage in that tag team street fight where Darby hit the skateboard, hit the ollie in with the tax and, and Starks was back. You know, I think about that. I'm gonna throw Rich in there. I would I would throw Kyle into this. Into I wouldn't say Kyle should win, but he should be he like most be outstanding. Kyle. I think um, when they say when they say, two matches with uh, Balor. No, I'm not saying those are bad. But I'm, saying, I'm trying to think outstanding. Like maybe. I mean, Brian I want to see like I want to see like parameters of how they got here. You know what I mean? Like, why is it him? Like, what what were the? I mean, it, it it's hard to figure that out because it's it's his subscribers that are voting. Because you can't say I'd say Coda. Why can't Abushi be in there? That 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 is a really good point. Abushi should could, but I think a lot of that had to do with the pandemic and how much that Coda really wrestled outside. He did wrestle in G one, but Abushi Abushi wrestled the G one. He wrestled the G one. He didn't wrestle in New Japan. He wrestled the G one. He wrestled like after that. He did wrestle. He wrestled Wrestle Kingdom, but you know he wrestled Wrestle Kingdom. 
he wrestled uh, after he, who else did he fight? Well, I didn't, well, maybe not Coda, but Naito. If we're talking about 2020, Naito. Naito had a fantastic 2020. Oh, yeah. I, 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 Naito is definitely one. In oh. 2020, he became the first two-time undisputed IWGP champion because he won both belts at, at Wrestle Kingdom. And then he won both of them at Wrestle Kingdom and then lost them to evil in a weird, weird time. And then he won them back. So he's the first two-time champion two-time double champion yeah so i'd say naito if you're thinking outstanding that's a good point uh most improved was uh most improved wrestlers brick baker yeah yeah considering where she was before to now yeah i'm not gonna argue there who are the other i can't fight that one who are the other nominees for that though uh i don't i don't see the votings on it all right, it's cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm just, I, yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. It's wrestling travel, and all they have is the winners. Uh, most oh, uh, most underrated wrestler of the year, Ricochet. Mm, I give that to Mustafa. I definitely get that. Must Mustafa. 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 Uh, most overrated. This is where my biggest issue came in. One of my biggest issues. Bray Wyatt. Over. Overrated. Which is hilarious because he was also top three and most underrated when in, in the voting. I know I know exactly who you're gonna say is most overrated, so I'm not gonna ask. Well, who, who, who are you gonna say? Who do you think I'm gonna say? You're gonna say Baron Corbin. No, because he's not even he's not in the radar for that. To be on my over, radar, so leave me alone. To, to be overrated, you have to be like. You have to like have a, a sense of hype behind you that you don't deserve. I'd say, if that case, I would say I'd say Miz, honestly, because you have, like I said, to be overrated, you have to have a hype behind you that you don't deserve. Like, why is this person getting gassed up like that? They haven't done anything, you know. Good point. You know? uh, rookie of the year, Pat McAfee. No, yes. No, no, no fight for me. No, no. Pat McAfee came. M- in McAfee had a Ronda. Mc- I did not expect to happen. McAfee had McAfee did what Ronda did. He he came in. We were all got scared because we're thinking, oh, this is going to be terrible, and they knocked and he knocked it out of the park. He did what Ronda did with better mic skills. Yes, 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 absolutely. Until uh, L.A. Knight came to NXT, Pat McAfee was by far the best talker on on the, on the show. Yeah. By the way, I want here. Can we can we pause? I want to put a pause right here because I gotta. You don't let name. I... No, 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 no. It's not LA Knight. Um. Although I do miss. I, I wish he called himself Eli Drake, but you know the whole Eli thing. Drake sounds better than LA Knight. No, Eli Drake. What, what is this like, Mike? LA Knight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> e, I'm saying Eli Drake just sounds better. But anyway, okay, um, you gotta go by his first WWE name. Here, I gotta. I gotta, I gotta say this. I think that, and no, it's not because I, they're the only wrestling podcast I listen to. I listen, used to listen to JD, but it's not because they're the most wrestling podcast I listen to. I think there is some merit, some merit. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're right, but I think there is some merit to the article a while ago that people were raging at what culture about 
I think there is merit to it. Okay. I don't think they're, I'm not saying they're right. The article about how they posted certain wrestlers ages, how they were mostly in their mid thirties and they were saying how they hire, like how they're signing like all these guys, like after the fact, you know what I mean? No, I'm saying, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's right. I don't think it's right. You know, I don't think it's right. But at the same time, it is, you can't ignore the fact that most of these guys are coming in. Like, you don't know how these guys are going to get treated. You know what I mean? And it's like, for example, like, like Punishment Martinez. I know it. Well, Damian Priest. I had no idea he was close to 40. I had no idea. I didn't either whole time. I had no idea he was almost 40. I had no idea. Okay, I kind of did. Because I knew Eli Drake was almost 40. You know? Dudes don't look it. I know. I know. But that the thing is, it's like there is merit behind saying that WWE is – hang on. Let me, let me look it up because I don't want to take it. Because I know what you're trying to say. And I had to think about it. Like, at some points, I understand it that it's like why they're signing all these guys in their mid to late 30s. But then I think DDP. That's the one, that's the first well, person I always go to DDP. My favorite order, Diamond Dallas Page. Where's the article? Where's Diamond the... Dallas Page was in his 30s when he first started wrestling. I, but I know, but I'm saying like these guys have been wrestling. This, this isn't, this isn't their first time wrestling. You know what I mean? This, You're right. These, but, these guys aren't wrestling. These guys aren't making their debuts at these ages. They've been wrestling for like 10, 15, 20 years almost. What 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 is the what is the pro wrestler's prime age? Their mid-30s. If you're a woman, your 20s. And at this point now, that's starting to push up too for the ones that don't want to get pregnant. Look look at some of the women that's in WWE now, Shayna Baszler. Oscar, Mako, and uh, in the UK, and so is this match? the I feel like the prime age of rest of pro wrestlers is pushing themselves up now, especially in WWE. Looking at how they wrestle, and then you take out the fact that they're not doing house shows right now. There's there's one thing because you know we all know the WWE typically wrestles a much much more safer style than what you see in the independents. And other companies, so the it's, it's a lot less strain on their bodies, and then not doing live events helps it even that much more because they're not yes. wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not gonna waste time looking for it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're not wrestling 200, 300 matches a year now, so they can go a lot longer. And then the the new age technology. If we were still in 2002, Edge, Daniel, Bryan, and Sting would not be able to get back in the ring. Sheamus as well. Somebody was saying that Sheamus would be amazing in New Japan. I said, if Sheamus was in New Japan, he'd be retired now. Probably. So that there's, there's a lot of that. And then also I think of the maturity age. Look at, look at Randy Orton when he was – getting his first big push 24 at, at 24 and the issues that that came along with that think of leo rush and the issues that came along with that miz when he first started how he got kicked, kicked out of the locker room enzo 
getting kicked out of the locker room. There's a lot of maturity things that come along with giving a person that young that much of a of a sense of power. It, it starts getting to the head. So you got these veterans now that have been there before and it's not as bad. Like Roman Reigns now, Roman Reigns is flourishing. Uso, uh, Jay is in the greatest position, position he's ever been in. E, all the new days. So I understand that you want a lot of these younger guys to push, which WWE is bringing in a lot of young guys. They just yeah, brought in Bronson Rexsteiner. I know, but you're bringing them in, but you, you're bringing them in, but they're not doing anything with them. It's, all, it's always a gamble when you get to WWE. I, I know, but it shouldn't. Not, I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but I understand that there's a system. Like, for example, like I get like sometimes when some of them rage over. We're still talking about the guys at World Culture. Some of them, not all of them, some I get when they rage over a Goldberg because that, like, because some people like that. So, oh, Goldberg wins the title. Okay. Like, no, we hate that. You know, I don't want to see that. Like, I didn't like, I didn't like his match with Kevin Owens. I oh, wanted I Kevin. Him. I didn't like that. I thought Kevin had a good thing going. Me too. You know, and in fact, I was at a Raw where Kevin was world champ where Kevin was universal champion, you know, and I thought it was good. It was before the festival, the friendship, but like, it was good. I I realized it's about WWE. I also forget at that same Raw, I saw Chris Jericho. I I think Chris Jericho, I think twice. Yeah. His pyro scared the mess out of me the first time I went there. But But, anyway, you see what I'm saying though, right? Yeah, but here's the thing with WWE. A lot of people that were not happy about Goldberg winning, you know where they were? AEW? No, no, no. I'm talking, I'm just talking about well, this was let's let's say Kevin Owens, what Kevin Owens won. Or when AEW was I don't think AEW had dynamite yet when uh he beat Bray Wyatt. No. I think, I Wait, think they were just no. Wait, two, when when did he beat Bray? I wanna say it was right before Dynamite. I want to say it was right, but I think we want to say it was a few weeks. Yeah, because wasn't it? Because wasn't it at wasn't it at the Saudi shows? Which yeah, they're not doing. There's no if WWE continues to do Saudi shows, I might cut them off. There ain't no think, reason. I don't think they can do. I don't think they're gonna be able to do Saudi shows with the stuff that's going on. With yeah, they no, they shouldn't have been doing no because when they first did the first one, that's what happened. Like it actually happened. Like yeah, they found yeah. that dude's body over there before the first show, before the first ever Saudi show. WWE is, that happened. WWE is corporate, so I was not surprised when back over there. You, you'll be, you probably wouldn't be surprised, but there's a lot of companies that still do have business with Saudi Arabia. Well, I mean, of course, but I'm just saying, corporate America, capitalism. Yeah, I mean, look, greed. Don't forget, I, greed. I don't, I don't understand why people get as outraged as they do when things go on with WWE. It's like. You, you're saying, I don't see how you support WWE with all the stuff they do, yet there is an Amazon box outside of your house. That's all I got to say. Like, you're still using Amazon. People said that WWE did horrible in the beginning with their COVID uh, routine. Amazon was a, whole, a lot worse. 
I, I'm not disagreeing that they were bad. That, no, they they handled it poorly at first, but Amazon was doing a lot worse and a lot longer. That's fair. And so that's like that's my whole thing. Like WWE is corporate is is part of corporate America. People like well, pe- these people don't like don't they feel disrespected their jobs? Okay, teachers feel disrespected on a, on a year on a daily basis. So it's like. I understand, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the situation uh, in one of these awards, so I'm going to keep moving down with the awards. Yeah, yeah. Best non-wrestler of the year, Taz. If 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 MVP was not wrestling, I would say MVP, but Taz, yeah. Yeah, Taz, yeah. Taz is, Taz is good. Taz has been good. Uh, high flyer of the year, Ray Phoenix. Yeah, no. No debate. You can't even fight. No debate. Technical wrestler of the year, Zack Sabre Jr. Again, no debate. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I don't. Well, because a lot of those technical guys come from the UK. So, I mean, yeah. So, if David, I'd say if David Starr hadn't, he was not uh, canceled. Yeah, I'd say him. Probably in the I, I was. I got sad earlier because I was rewatching. I rewatched one of his matches, and I'm thinking like. This guy was, I was thinking about, because he was going to have a match with Mox at, like, the five-year, they were going to have a, he was going to have a match with Moxley at Scrapper Mania, like, David Starr versus John Moxley for the OTT championship, and it was right when Moxley, it was right when he, um, he showed up in, uh, in AEW, and I was thinking, Todd, that would have been, that would have been match of the year if they had it. But. I agree. Uh, technical re- oh, you say, uh, most charismatic most charismatic wrestler of the year MJF. Is that charisma or I wouldn't call that charisma. I wouldn't call it char- like that was heel of the year. I would I would let that fly. But yeah, but I don't think that's charisma. Uh, I don't agree here. I'd say I'd say charisma. I'm gonna say E. I was gonna say E too. I, I would say either. E or who else is like? And the fact that E didn't even make, I don't think E was on the tops of this voting. I think E or John's got charisma. I don't want to give John Moxley everything, but Mox has something. Look, I've been a fan of Mox from the time I saw him as Dean Ambrose and from Jump. I, I was one of the ones that had to go back and watch some of his old stuff. I watched this feud uh, and in FCW with uh, Regal. That was some real good stuff if you haven't seen that either. Uh, move of the year, Kenny Omega's one-winged angel. What were the others on the list? I don't have the list. So you, if you could find that. Was it called the Wrestler Observer? Yeah. And then just look up most, you, most charismatic or are you talking about move of the year? Um... I don't I, I don't know too much about move of the year. I'm not gonna really bother with that. Feud of the year, Mox versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> mm. I don't agree. No, well, I don't I can't well, think of anything right now that that, that had that had fun, amazing. So I'm gonna say Sasha Bailey. I was gonna say Roman versus anybody. 
I mean, Roman, Roman, or Roman versus Jay. I'm gonna yeah. say either Roman versus Jay or Sa- no. I'm gonna I'm stick with Sasha Bailey. Hang on, you said just the, just the fact that that feud lasted well over a year. That that was that that really kickstarted at the SmackDown that we went to the last SmackDown we went to. What was the what am I looking for? Uh, I think you aren't you looking for most charismatic wrestle leader? Oh, here we go. I can't click on it, but I see it though. Now carry on, carry on. Cross. Boom, boom. Worst year of the year: Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. That was terrible. I I wouldn't say it was horrible, but it definitely wasn't the worst. Here's here. Somebody said, "This is why I will use this as one of uh, one of the reasons why Finn's run with the Universal Championship is not the worst. This was the worst." You know what? I disagree, and I'm gonna tell you which one I think was the worst feud of the year. And you're probably gonna agree with me once I say it. Goldberg's the Mysterios versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, if they didn't do that eye for an eye, the matches were good. No, I'm saying not after that. Every before that, it was solid. After the eye for an eye match, when they started doing the whole thing, adding Aaliyah into it, yeah, that that's where it became the worst. You should have ended it. You should have ended it with. Here's where you should. If you were going to keep it going, here's where you should have ended it. You should have ended it where Ray, Aaliyah, Dom, and uh, what's his wife's name? Can't think. I don't know what she's. I don't know who's. I don't know what her wife is. Miss Mrs. Mysterio. Let's go with that. Miss Mama Mysterio. <laughs> the wife and his wife when they all beat the shit, the fecal matter out of uh, Seth with the kendo sticks. That should have been it. That, that was it. That, that should have been it. Really, that was a really good segment. Like after that, like okay, so you have Seth beat him. Well, you had Seth beat him at SummerSlam, right? Seth won at SummerSlam, and then I think Dom got the win later, right? Didn't he get a win over Seth later, singles-wise? So, yeah, after that. And then he got the final win over him in that, and then they all beat him up with Kendo Six. That's it. That's it. it cut. It should have been it. But they, they, they wanted to carry it out, and then that's what I don't know. Exactly. And then they had to get weird. Then they had to get weird and have Aaliyah. That I like. Oh, Angie. Angie. That's what his wife's name is. Okay. But I, I, there were parts of Bray and Braun that I actually, actually like. I, like I like I know, the swamp I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I enjoyed the uh, the the swamp mess that they had. I, I actually did too, because I love cinematic. Mostly because mostly because I love cinematic stuff. Impact. Was, Matt Hardy spoiled me. That I actually enjoyed. So that I, that much I cannot agree with. By the way, do you want to do a live stream of Revolution? I won't be home. Where will you be? I'll be DoorDash. So is it because it's Saturdays AEW? Is because it's AEW days. pay-per-view? Is that why? No, no, it's because my Saturdays are my best days to make money, man. It's it's on a Sunday. March 7th is a Sunday. When do they start doing pay-per-views on Sunday? I do not know. Nani? Oh. You know what? Let me see how my money is. Let me see how my money is, and then uh, I might be able to do that. I didn't I didn't realize. You know that's the Sunday, right? 
Yeah, I just looked at my calendar now. I was like, because I've been so conditioned that everybody else outside of WWE does their pay-per-views on Saturday. Well, Impact doesn't. I thought they did on Saturdays too. No, those are their specials. Those are Impact Plus exclusives or Fight TV I exclusives. Sworn I was at your house on a Saturday when we watched uh, Bound for Glory. That was Slingiversary, and that was on a Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry. You were in a Genjutsu, my brother. I am in a biggest Genjutsu as, as I can be. Uh, match of the year. I'm not going. We're not. I, we can beat this horse to death. We already know what was there. You know. You know how I feel about the match. Omega and Heyman versus the Bucks and for the for uh, at Revolution. We already know. We already know how we feel about it. We're not going. I was going to say it should have been Ia Dragunov versus Walter. Well, we, we've talked about that, so we, that, we know how we both feel about that. So we're that, not we're not going to bother with that because, because they Walter e, I I, <laughs> I haven't seen two wrestlers beat the mess out of each other like that since I watched uh, Ibushi. In, no, since I watched. Um, I feel like Ishii's in this. No, it wasn't Ishii. It was actually, yes, it was Ishii. Since I watched Shibata and Ishii beat each other up in the G1 in 2013. You know what I did? I'm surprised wasn't the answer here. What? Stadium Stampede. I think that was more like here. This is something like a pick me up of the year. It should be pick me up of the year. Okay. Uh, worst match of the year. Again, we talked about this while we I disagreed. This want fight. That was, that's what it is. That's what it, that's what worst match of the year. I mean, you gotta remember who's voting for. Well, this no, because mind you, I think it's because Braun was champ at the time, and there there should have been something related to it, but it wasn't. And also because there wasn't really a finish. If you really think about it, I mean, there's there's not. It's cinematic, though. I don't. I don't put much. Well, I mean, Matt Hardy does cinematic matches too, and they have finishes. Again, I don't put stock into, into cinematic matches. I just watch it. But, I mean, that doesn't mean. I mean, why are you booing me? I'm right. I'm right. Like he does. I didn't boo you. I was just saying. I I'm just, just saying. I, I mean, I'm not wrong. Matt Hardy's like, Matt Hardy's cinematic matches have finishes. Like, well, we not delete or decay. Delete or delete or decay didn't have a fit. Well, kind of had a finish. But delete or decay kind of had a finish, but the rest of it had finishes. Final deletion, tag team apocalypto, you know. Look, man. I so I told you when we did our top ten matches of the year. I don't rank cinematic matches well, for okay. a reason. I just now, why why not? I forgot what you said. Uh, moving on. Best weekly show of the year, Dynamite. I would say SmackDown, but it is what it is. Well, think about Di- I don't Dynamite. Think gonna disagree with the worst weekly show of the year, though. It's raw. It's raw. It's god awful. Uh, promoter, promoter, and Booker of the year went to uh, Tony Khan. I don't care. I mean, I don't. He care. he books his guys, and they make and it makes sense. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most times. I'll well, give him ninety. Quite a few times, so I'm just saying, like ninety percent of the time, it makes sense. Here's what so I will they, say: Did they ever, did they ever follow through on who attacked John Moxley, or is we just supposed to assume? I that- said ninety percent. Me, this is me saying this. Ninety percent of the time, it makes sense. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. I don't know what they're doing with Miro Orange Cassidy. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh! Don't give me. I don't. 
you know, I don't know what they're doing with that. I don't know. You're about I don't to know. make me hot because I was very upset with how he was done in WWE. Now to see how he's being done right now, AEW makes me even more hot. I'm not going to uh, get to the mirror. mirror. Uh, then I'm going to start thinking about uh, Mr. Dillinger. Yeah, that's weird too. Uh, also, <laughs> also, uh, but the Dark Order. I still take their dorks, but it's okay. Hey, they're lovable dorks. They're lovable dorks, but they're still dorks. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the promotion of the year. We already know how that goes. Worst major show, Super Showdown. Oh, those. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. The only good Super Showdown they did was the one in Australia. That was really good, though. That was um, the only good one. I agree. Uh, gimmick of the year, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it's really good. It's good. It's good, but I wouldn't say gimmick of the year. And I definitely disagree well, with worst gimmick of the year, The Fiend. Well, who do you think is the best gimmick of the year? The Fiend. The best? The best, The Fiend. Well, you might as well say oh, Rosemary. Roman, okay, okay, the best is Roman Reigns. No, are you talking about this is 2020, not 2021. Roman was gone most of 2020. No, he was, he was, he was, I actually most did the research. He most only missed it. five months. Okay, fine. No, very well. Yeah. I, I, I had, to, I went okay, to, so his, by that I went logic. to his Whitlaw's database and counted up the matches that he missed. He left in April. He left early April, came back in August. So I'd say, and for that, for that, for that reasoning, AEW shouldn't have won promotion of the year last year. It should have been WWE because AEW missed most of the year too. Last year when they won it. Wait, what? AEW won promotion of the year last year. Right. How? Did they miss time? They missed most of the year. How did they miss most of the year? When did AEW when did AEW first start? Not this year, last year. 2019, like d- October 2019. October, November, December, three months. They won. Okay. They won promotion of the year for three months of TV. That, you mean they? Hang on, they won that. They won promotion of the year. These awards for 2020. Won, that's weekly show as well. Are these awards for 2020 or 2019? I, I, I was saying because you were saying that he missed most, most of the year, so he shouldn't be best gimmick of the year, but AEW... No, I'm saying... Like I didn't say... I'm saying... I didn't say he shouldn't be gimmick of the year. I was trying to figure out... I said he wasn't there, so why should... He wasn't around, so I'm not saying he shouldn't get it. If he was around during that time, then yeah, he should get it. But yeah, I think I think he should win that one. Now, worst, worst gimmick of the year? I don't know. Well, King Corbin. He's still the king. Why? Why is he a king? Why is he still the king? I I don't know. We all know that I'm a huge Baron Corbin fan. There's no surprise, but I'm sorry. It's time. I don't know why he's still a king. Time to do something different. Like I don't know why. Why is he still a king? I I don't know. With no subjects. (laughs) Well, one of his subjects got fired. Exactly. For being well, yeah. Is uh, again forgotten. That's a shame. I just hope they go ahead and put him back with Murphy and just call it a day. Let's let's rebolster up that tag team division and uh do something there. You mean the tag team, the division no one gives a shit about? There are some look. We don't care, but they put on some good matches. <laughs> like the thing, the thing is, there's a lot of talent in that tag team division. Yeah, that, it, here's the here's here's the thing. 
AEW. No, I'm not even going to do this. Impact has a better tag division. Then, I, I, here's the thing. We all know I say AEW's division is best on paper. I still think I enjoy Impact's tag team division better. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, announcer of the year, I disagree, even though I know that he kind of stopped announcing halfway through the year. I still think it should be Morrow, but they gave it to Excalibur. Yeah, I miss Morrow. I miss Morrow. Um, and, and look, here's the thing. If they I would have rather seen Morrow. I would rather have seen Morrow and Wade to see how that would go. Yeah, I feel like he would lose Wade with all of his pop references. Probably so. But if they could put Dana White as a nominee for promoter of the year, I think you should be able to put Morrow in up here too. Yeah. So I think Morrow should have won that one. Worst announcer of the year, Michael Cole. Here, here's something else that Walt Culture brought up, and it makes sense. Michael Cole will repeat himself, like repeat stipulations during the match as if we didn't hear them. You know what I mean? Not, I, I, I'm going to give Michael Cole the benefit of the doubt. It's not Michael Cole. It's just a man through my I know, I know, but I'm saying. But I know, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, because I know Brian Last always says, like people say that, is not Michael Cole. I'm like, no, Brian Laz doesn't doesn't believe that Michael Cole was a good announcer when not having Vince in his ear. But I don't think Brian Laz watched the uh, the initial UK title tournament, which he flourished in. Uh, most disgusting promotional tactic of the year: WWE firing employees during the pandemic. Where they, absolutely, yeah, I'm, absolutely. Corporate America, though, it, it, it sucked, but. Not surprising at all seeing that WWE is corporate America. Yeah, I'm just on. happy to see that most, if not all, those guys are uh, doing well for themselves outside of WWE, and especially when most of them didn't have, at one point or another wanted to be gone. Either way. Speaking of which, Maria actually unblocked me. Mike still has me blocked now. Uh, best documentary of the year goes to Dark Side of the Ring. I wonder what I, I need to see. I, I guess I need to find out later on which other documentaries were involved in this because wait, wait, what, what all right, so what did I miss? Uh best documentary of the year went to Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm I'm definitely highly anticipating the next one. And then best one interviews. I can't disagree here. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh, he's amazing. Eddie Kingston's amazing. I would put Eddie Kingston at number one, number two. I am going to say Mox at number three, McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all the li- is that all of them? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all of this means absolutely nothing, though. <laughs> I just we just spent about forty five minutes talking about something that I put absolutely zero stock into, like. Everybody's out here getting mad about it. I'm just up here. I was really up there trolling a lot of this stuff. If you saw some of my tweets, I was saying praise the great con and stuff like that. Because I, I just didn't care. Like they're they're out here celebrating as if the people were making fun of Tony Khan because he was like really, really celebra- celebrating this accomplishment, saying that I have been dreaming of this moment for decades. Like, dude, you really had, had dreams 
of winning an award from Dave Meltzer for decades. <laughs> like, bro, that was the that was the funniest thing. And I was like, you know what? I guess I guess that is a very valid thing to be dreaming for when you can't win Super Bowls. Maki Ito is the best. I know it was harsh to say, but it is what it is. Maki Ito is the best. She's hilarious. I like Maki Ito more than I like Rio. Duh. Rio Rio does not. Of course. I know because I watched a whole documentary, like a 30-minute documentary on YouTube about Maki Ito, and she's, she's brilliant. Rio still looks like she's like 17 years old. She's she's cool. I saw an older video. I saw an older picture of her uh, on uh, Suzuki's back. And I was like, why is he carrying this elementary school kid around on, on his back in the ring? Wait, <laughs> who did this? Minoru Suzuki was carrying uh, Rio on, her, on his back. And she looked like she was 60 pounds. Have you seen her? I mean, she's 98. Well, I can't forget now because she's 98 pounds. Because the announcers say that as much as Michael Cole says the rules of a match. That's fair. The 98 pounder. It's like, is that her nickname? The By the way, what Seth, what Seth and Cesaro did on SmackDown was hilarious. Oh, this. Oh, yes. Cesaro. Oh, my gosh. I, I really hope Cesaro. I, I really hope that shit Cesaro's here though. There are a lot of camera I was, cuts. I was listening to uh, Busted Open last night, and they were saying that if we were in a normal situation, Cesaro would have had that Daniel Bryan slash Kofi Kingston type energy. Because it's it's been. It's been a while. When did Cesaro first hit the main roster? Like, oh. 10-11? Yeah, around there. Because he came in with Oksana. Yes. And that whole thing, because Teddy Long was in this thing with Oksana, and Oksana left him for Antonio Cesaro. Oh, my gosh, that was bad. (laughs) And it's crazy to see that he hasn't really had a singles push a singles run with the title since his initial run. He had the he had the United States title, and I think that was it for him. After that, they threw him in tag teams with Sheamus. They threw him in there with uh, Hager. Threw him in there with uh, Tyson. So I think it's I think it's about time that he gets that uh gets gets at least a shot. Like, I'm not the type of person that says he needs the title. I just want to see him get a shot. Give him a high-profile feud. Because at the end of the day, I think that's where it all matters to me. I just want to see my favorites at least get the high-profile feud. Like, I understand that the whole this such-and-such deserves the title isn't really a... Like Bully Ray said, the only time you deserve a title is if you're putting butts in seats. Right now, you can't really be putting butts in seats because ain't no seats for butts to be putting you right now. It's a WrestleMania. But there, there, it's just the way that is. So, But all in all, like I said before, the Wrestling Observer uh, Award show, whatever, 
it is it doesn't mean much it's a bunch of people that have a have a viewpoint i'm not gonna say bias they have a viewpoint and they vote on it in that way this was voted on by less than a percent of the professional wrestling fan base put it that way and we know we, we know how broad the opinions are in the in just the iwc which is still one of the smallest uh demographics of pro wrestling fans I forgot what I was looking for. And also, Roman Reigns is uh, the best thing going on for us. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Maki Ito just said hello to Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Nice to meet you, Eddie Kingston. She's still learning words. Uh, not too many. <laughs> I think she's learned all the cuss words in English now. She when she got announced with the tournament, she said hello, motherfuckers. No, she did she say the queen or the god of love and piss? Oh, the god of love and piss. Like what? File my taxes. What? Wait, what? So Ari Lennox posted. Tweeted earlier today. Only way you seeing me is if you, if you eating me. So some guy said mean name mean viz in my media. Okay, Ari Lennox, when when you plan on being on my plate. So I post a gif of the uh one of the Karens that were calling the police on people, and I tagged Horny Police Department. It said I would like to file a report. So yeah, I, I I'm a Karen out here calling, making sure the horny police arrest all these horny pages on Twitter. So don't let me catch you slipping out here, dog. Wait, what? I'm sorry. People had issues. Bleacher reports international stream. I was promised multiple times by our partner that the eliminator two matches will stream in real time for free for all inter international fans. Since that's not the case, I just put the matches up for free on YouTube. You should have just put them on free. You should have put them on YouTube anyway. Anyway, what um, what else? What, what was the other? I'm trying to find this picture. Did you see Cass? Yeah, he's great. He looks oh great. my! I don't think Cass ever looked that ripped. He looks fantastic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Cass, bro. What um, what was I? Oh, what about the other picture? The other thing we're gonna talk about. The other about um. The other match, the five star matches with uh oh, oh yeah yeah I still have not been to find that, and it, it goes back to Dave Meltzer, the whole five star match thing because there's a lot of names like Kurt Angle, uh who else was it Kurt Angle it was Kurt Angle Daniel Bryan, which still surprises me it was Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, The Rock, and. Is Undertaker on that list? No, Undertaker had that match with Sean at WrestleMania 25. He gave that five stars. Yeah, it was an Undertaker match that he had that was that was amazing that wasn't given five stars, and I can't think of it. It's probably that match with Angle in 2006. Possibly. No way out. Angle, 2006. Angle not having a five star match is very very. Well, so here's what I was gonna do. I was gonna say we were gonna look at these people. And say if you could give the if you can give it 
Um, I, I, I already have my match with Rock, and I know that it probably doesn't fit his criteria, and that's probably why it wasn't put as a five-star match, but you can't deny the staying power of the match, regardless of what you think. And it has something to do with a guy that neither one of us like. So Is yeah. it Hogan? Yeah, it's Rock Hogan. No, I was going to agree, actually. I was going to say either that. I was going to say either that or the match he had with Austin at 17. Oh, yeah. Because well, it was 17 was him and Austin, and then 18 was him and Hogan. Yeah, yeah. if you're going to get – it either should be one of those. For Daniel Bryan, the match um, – I watched a match he had – it should be two matches. The match he had with Nigel McGinnis – to unify the Ring of Honor belts because McGinnis himself said he that was one of the best matches he's ever had. Um, I was gonna say that. What? That one. Um, just find a site on it for Google on a uh, Google. Um, I was gonna say that. I'd say the ma- he had an amazing like match with Low Key. So and he also the first ever Ring of Honor main event was Brian Daniels. Well, he was called American Dragon versus Low Key versus Christopher Daniels. Those any of those could be five star matches. I know the ending probably would uh, downgrade it for a lot of people, but I'm gonna say his match with CM Punk at over the limit 2012. Yeah, it was good, but it was I'm telling you, it wasn't as good as the matches. It kind of soured a lot of people. Um, uh, Kurt Angle, Angle, him in redacted, yeah, that and or any of his matches with Sean, his pay per view, any of his pay per view matches with Sean. I think the botch killed his match with Brock. I want to say it was 19, yeah, any of his matches with um, with Sean, pay per view matches like the match at Vengeance. Or the match at Mania. Now, I think if 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 he were doing the five, if he was like he does it for certain shows, which bugs me because he does it for certain TV shows, but doesn't do it from all of them because you got uh, the Iron Man match with Brock on SmackDown, the sixty minute one. No, I know. So there's that. But then again, it's TV, so there's that. I'd say his match with Shane at 2001 and King of the Ring 2001. That was pretty good. That was five. That should have been five stars. I think the only thing went wrong with that is because he didn't put him through the class the first time. Yeah. Yeah. He had to do it again. But, hey, it, it worked out for him. Yeah. Now, I think that was Shane's. Who was that fourth guy? Can you find it? Who's that fourth guy? Because that thing's bugging me. It is bugging me who that fourth guy is. I'm looking up now. Five star. I'm checking Twitter now. David, uh, Chucky T got a five star rating from Dave Nelson. No, that's not it. Because it was Rock, Brian, and Angle, and there was a fourth guy. And I think it had a match, a good match from all of them. Uh, Undertaker, Curtain, um, Mr. Perfect. Wow. 
Randy Savage. Well, I, these I don't think any of these are on the list. But uh, Randy Savage, Mister Perfect, Damalenko. Lars Sullivan has a five star. Oh, he does have a five star match. Who? Lars Sullivan. He what? He has a five star match with who? The ladder match. It was Dan, it was Killian him EC three, Dream Adam Cole for the uh for the uh for the North America title. Yeah. Uh, here it is, EC three Killian Day Lars Sullivan Ricochet Velveteen Dream. This was at Takeover New Orleans. New Orleans it was New Orleans. Uh, who else? I, I cannot find it. Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect. Uh, yeah, here's another list. Uh, nope, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know who else it is. Well, this is going to bother me then. And I know how to uh, <laughs> watch me something you find out after we stop recording. Wrestlers in Rock, Hogan, Brian, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, Randy Savage. Uh, no, those aren't the names. It's, once the name hits me, it'll, it'll slap me in the face. Uh, I'm trying to cut up all the dead area. We might have to just edit it later on. Found it. Randy Orton. I found it. I found it. It said the never forget these four men don't have a these four don't have any five star match from Dale Messel, Dave Meltzer Rock, uh, Angle, Orton, or um, Daniel Bryan. It was Randy Orton? I can. I'm trying to think of some five star. He had some good matches with Edge. His match with Brody, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. If not five, give him four and a half. Yeah, his matches with Edge in like early the early two thousands for the IC title were pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, I liked his well, his match with with Mick at Backlash 04. I was it was that wasn't great, but it was like it was all right. Um. I feel like his match with Triple H at WrestleMania 25 was, I liked it, you know? I think it's a solid five stars, like a solid five, you know? And it, it, I mean, here we go again. It all goes back to that Dave Meltzer has his opinions. I feel like Dave Meltzer thinks his opinions need more than it is. Because Dave Meltzer a lot of times come off, comes off very, very condescending. Yes, he does. He's very condescending. He's like, dog, you're you're you have a lot of knowledge, and you. I'm going to say this. I know you don't like the guy, but I put him in a I put him in a Jim Cornette type of column. Only less toxic. Depends on how you think toxic. He doesn't come out. He doesn't. When I say toxic, it's like there isn't this air of like negativity. Like I like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna see takes from I'm not gonna get bad takes. I get you know bad what I mean? takes from both of them. 
Now I'm not gonna. I'm saying I'm not gonna read something Dave Meltzer says and was like, you know, I don't agree with this or not something yeah, that says I, like. I listen to Cornette on a on a regular basis. No, I'm saying I don't listen to Cornette because I don't. He has that air of like, like because mm-hmm. I lived it. You don't know anything. You know That's what I mean? Huh? Like I listen to him because sometimes he, he has a lot of Corner has a lot of knowledge for a lot, a lot of things. I like his perspectives. Like I don't agree with his takes, but I listen to him for for his perspective and his stories about things that happened when he was there. And some of his stories are very interesting. So I listen for that, and then outside of that, it's just like perspective. And well, so do you? So you think what he said about? Japanese, the Joshi scene is perspective. You think that's perspective? No, 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 no. Like, I don't, I was talking about like how the perspective of psychology. Like, Like, why do you think that way? I don't agree with what you're saying, but why, why do you think the way you do? Like, why do you think, like, so why does he think that the Joshi scene is just, they're not wrestlers, they're just cosplayers. Basically, like, I don't agree with you, but I just want to know why. And that's my whole thing. Like, I like to listen to people that I don't agree with and figure out why why do you think that way? I mean, I have a reason as to why he might think that way, but... I mean, now that I understand his, now that I know why he says it, I understand it. It's just an old so. School so why do you think he would say that? Why? What? What do you it's think? It's an old school mindset because he, the the ones he's talking about are your. He calls them the Japanese schoolgirls. Or but I'm saying so, I know, but I'm saying why would he call them that? Why can't they be pro wrestlers? What's wrong with them? They're small. Okay, so is fucking Marco Stunt. Oh, he hates Marco Stunt. Well, you know of course he does. Him? No, but my point is so so is freaking. Uh, Marco hates. Huh? You probably wouldn't name somebody he hates. Jungle Boy. He's small. Okay, he doesn't hate Jungle Boy, but yeah. Because Jungle Boy has a, a bit of a stature to him, so I guess he doesn't hate him too much. Like, he loves, he, like, I can tell you now, the guy, the ones he really loves, he loves, he loves MJF. Of course he does. He, he loves, uh... Uh, the way not Johnny Gargano. He hates Gargano, but he loves. Well, see there. Why? Why is he hate Gargano? Okay, he called because his facial expressions. <laughs> that makes no. When somebody like you, when you Johnny said, face. When you said when you said you don't like Kenny Omega because of facial expressions, you know, I'm like, what? The, what does that even mean? What does that mean? That makes no. I know it says the looks on his face are crazy. I was like, what? What? Did, that, that's why you don't like half look, the stuff he look, does. It's, it's, as, it's aspects of how he was brought up. I mean, look, it's not, it's like you people think that Jim Cornette is the only old school person that thinks like this. No. No, I know, no, but I'm saying, I'm trying to figure out like what he doesn't like his face, his facial expressions. What in. Because they don't, because he does, this is how, this is how he feels. This is not me. Like I told you, there's a lot of stuff that he says. It was like, dog, what? He just says that he has the same, he has the same face expression for everything. He calls him Johnny same face. He loves, uh, he loves theory. That makes no sense whatsoever. That makes no, you literally made no sense. 
you speaking the words of Jim Cornette still didn't make sense. I can't, I can't tell you, dog. I'm just telling you. What I'm I confused. I am. I, I'm, I'm just telling you what I get confused. from him. Certain, certain things, certain things. I understand why he says it. Other things, I don't. I mean, he he. The, the Japanese wrestlers that he likes are the wrestlers like Aja Kong. He has. I haven't heard him say too much about Oscar, so I don't know how he feels about her. Because they don't really watch a lot of WWE as it is. They watch the pay per views, and that's it. <laughs> He watches AEW on a weekly basis just to talk about that because evidently people listen love to listen to him talk about AEW, but that's just that. And then they'll talk about they'll talk about the uh, WWE pay per views, which I was I was expecting him to really really hate uh, Elimination Chamber, but he liked one match. Which one was it? The first one, of course. That was the best one. Oh yeah, not a card. And- that they. <laughs> And I could and here like I understood exactly why he liked everything about it and like he adores Cesaro. Oh, cool. everybody loves Cesaro. Why? Then, he, he knew Cesaro when he was working at uh, ROH too. Why did they have? Why did they have the match right after? No, no. Why was Sasha and Bank Sasha and Bianca fighting for those women tag team titles when? There are already like two number one contenders already. I don't understand it. And, and look, you saw you saw my you saw my situation with uh, PNP a few weeks ago. I I stand by the same thing when it came to that. That made absolutely no sense. Should have well, never happened. Well, they, there was the no chemistry. Thing. Here's the one thing I will say about AEW: they they haven't ignored them, but the fact that they are you see how fluid fluid it is without bringing up the ranking system. You know, you see how fluid the show is. You know what I mean when I say fluid, right? They haven't run up the ranking system? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, you know what I mean when I say fluid, right? You mean? Like the flow of the show, the flow of certain stories, you know what I mean? Certain stories. Certain stories, like, okay. Certain stories like, still confuse me to this, to this point. Like, well, I'm saying, let's focus, yeah. keep focus. Like, as far as like the TNT championship goes or the, World Championship goes. By the way, side note, I hate when something is called World Heavyweight Championship. I prefer World Championship. Like Impact World Championship, Ring of Honor World Championship, AEW World Championship. You see what I'm saying? Why? I don't know. I was just thinking about this. I I think it's like aesthetically pleasing. You know what I mean? I guess the whole whole mindset of it. I think this is another one of those old mindsets. Yeah. I think heavy, the word heavyweight just kind of doesn't fit in today's. Yeah. It's like, it don't sound right. Era pro wrestling since she's got a lot of smaller, like, guys like, well, not, not Moxie. He's, he's pretty solid size for a warrior. Mox is 240. Kenny Omega's what? 230. So he would be like at the low end of heavyweight. During you know. that time period, like when you think of heavyweights back when they were actual heavyweights, you're thinking 260, 270, 300. Yeah, like Batista versus like this was really big meat, big meaty men bumping meat, like freaking like Kabashi, Kenta Kabashi was like 260, you know, like my dream match WrestleMania, which we're not gonna talk about right now. 
You know, Kent Takabashi was like 260. Right. Uh, Masawa, he was heavy. You know, he was up there. And a lot, a lot of guys are a lot leaner now. Like Cesaro yeah. is a very like Marfuji. Marfuji, he's like two, two twenty. Like his two thirty is around there. Yeah. So, the, so the weight is kind of dropped down. I think WWE is kind of pushing back towards the. Big... Oh, Rick Swan. Rick Swan's like two, like two hundred. Rick Swan is a cruiserweight dog. <laughs> yeah, and he, but he's a world champion. He's a world champion. I mean, and that's that's the thing. You, you have a lot of guys that. Well, have... not for long because Moose is going to take his belt, but. Yeah, but you you have a lot of guys that have done that. Like you had your Ray Mysterios, your Daniel Bryan's, your uh, Eddie Guerrero's, your Finn Balor's, your Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston would be a cruiserweight in the eighties. Yeah, Kofi's what like two fifteen, something like that. Yeah. So, not even not even the eighties in two thousand. Punk Punk was like two eighteen. Huh? Punk wasn't that big either. Punk, right. I mean, these guys would be fighting for the Cruiserweight Championship in 2002 on SmackDown. So a lot of that whole thing has kind of dropped down the weight class. So I kind of understand why you're saying that you kind of hate the word heavyweight in that, in that sense. Because they're not really heavyweights in, in the eyes of professional wrestling. Of how it's been, I should say that. Anything else wrestling-wise? Because I definitely want to ask you this. I thought I was hoping Brian would be here, but I guess... Um, yeah, go ahead. All right, so that is our wrestling uh, portion of this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, so not too much else I want to talk about, but I definitely want to talk football. So for some odd reason, the media has been pushing this whole thing about uh, a highly unlikely but possible trade happening for Russell Wilson. I still think it's a very, I think it's still 98% not happening. But the interest, I think the, I was listening to Undisputed, Skip, Skip was not there, so that was great. Because I feel like he was still there, he'd be still talking about Tom Brady. But uh, it was LeVar Arrington and somebody else. What was the question? So they brought up Russell Wilson. And this is why I wanted you, I, I wanted to see what you thought. So Russell Wilson for two first rounds, a second round, and Zeke. <sighs> Intriguing, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I have stumped Isaac. Because you know that Russell he did, Wilson. He did say he wanted to come play for Dallas, right? He would say he played for Dallas. Oakland. Hold on, let me find it. Because I know one of the teams was us. He wanted to come play for us. And that's if he demanded a trade, right? That 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 was if – no, he didn't demand a trade, but if they were willing to trade him. Because he has no trade clause. So that means that he kind of can dictate – where he gets traded if if he was to be traded. Hold on. Was the Bears, I don't think the Bears are one of them. Uh, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Saints, Raiders. And I think the Cowboys are also one. Get it. Uh, this, is from, this is from Adam Schefter. 
Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson is not the man of the trade. His agent, Mark Rogers, told ESPN. Wilson has told the Seahawks he wants to play in Seattle, but if a trade were considered, the only teams he would go to are the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. So there's that. I mean, I don't see the Bears giving up anything that's worth uh us giving Russell Wilson up for him. The Bears don't have anything. The Bears have defense. It's, so, that's going to be enough for Russell Wilson. Give a first round of Roquan, yes. I don't think they're that crazy. Don't I would, they also I have, don't they also have return on the Mac? Roquan in the hot second, though. Don't they also have return on the Mac? He's getting, he's, I wouldn't take Mac, though. I, I want somebody young. Mac is what pushing 30? 2014. So yeah, Mac's pushing 30. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't take Mac because we gotta remember we're we're kind of going younger on our defense now. We just brought yeah. in we just brought in Jamal Adams. We brought in uh we drafted Jordan Brooks, who I think is going to be a stud with uh Bobby Wagner next year because I don't see KJ coming back. Uh so I, we're starting to get younger. I hope we can bring back Shaquille this year, though. Uh, the Raiders. I mean, who are the Raiders going to give us? Derek. Uh, I, I would. I would take it. I mean, I think the. I, I think the best because we do need, if Dak. If we for some reason have to give up Dak, we're going to need a quarterback, and I don't trust Andy Dalton. I mean, if if you're Jerry Jones and you and you really want Russ, I would take Russ over Dak. Also, also, if you're Jerry Jones and you want to win as bad as you keep saying you do, you know what I mean. Talking as if I wasn't a Seahawks fan because I don't want Russell Wilson going anywhere. Me personally, but if he were to go, then I think the Cowboys would be the best bet because just look at who you got over there as it is. You have probably one of the best receiving cores. The only issue is with Russ Wilson, and I didn't realize I didn't really realize this until I started watching film. Russell Wilson has a bad habit of holding the ball too long. Like we talk about how the offensive line isn't good. The offensive line is a lot better than I give him credit for. Because I was watching some of the film against the Rams, and it was against the uh, it was against the Rams the first game. There were points in that game where he had an open man, but he took a sack. He had an open man, tried to scramble to make a bigger play. He's like a better car. He's like a better Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz is the type of person that wants to make the big play every every play. He's a better Carson Wentz. And he, he did a lot of that during the second half of that season where he really looked bad. So if he gets back to the, the first half Russell Wilson that we saw in the first half of the year, you're fine. He just can't take sacks. If, a, if an O-line gives you three to four seconds, they say three to five seconds is, is good. Get get the ball out of your hands. You have you have one of the best receive one of the best, most underrated receivers in Tyler Lockett. And then a top five deep threat, in my opinion, in DK Metcalf. 
serve, serviceable tight ends in uh, Will Disley and Jacob Hollister. A very underrated slot man in – I can't even think of his name right now. Now, the running game is going to be one of those situations where who's going to be our running back next year? And so that's why I think Zeke would be interesting because our, the rest of our running backs are either A, going to be free agents, or B, somebody that is going to have the injury-prone label on his name. Because we still have Penny, but Carson is a free agent, and so is Carlos Hyde. And we don't have a first-round pick this year. You do not? We do not. We don't no. have a first-round pick for the next two years. Who was whose crazy idea was that? You know that safety we have as an all-pro? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Jets have that now. Which, I was going to say, I'm whose lame brain idea was that? I mean, I'm not mad about it. And here's – who. Name, name, who is our best first round pick that we have on our team right now? Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. I don't Third know. round. I don't know. Bobby Wagner is a fourth round pick. Tyler Lockett was third round. DK was third round. Chris Carson was undrafted. You got me, man. I don't know. I trust my team. I trust Pete Carroll and Snyder to draft late than I do in the first round. You know who our first-round picks are as of late? Who? Rashad Penny. Is that? LJ Collier. I'm going to just go through some of the uh, some of the first-round picks we've had over the last 10-plus years. Remember her name, Aaron Curry? I think so. Draft bus. Earl Thomas. You got one there. I want to say uh, Russell Okung was the first-round pick. I think those are the best two first-round picks we've had. Uh, Bruce Irving definitely wasn't a first-round pick. Most of our first-round picks are uh, not good. I mean, whose fault is that? I mean, we, we just picked better than the, we just picked like better than the late rounds. I mean, we have passed up on a lot of dudes. Like, I, you know, I would have loved to have Aaron Donald as a Seahawk. You know how stressful it is watching us play as Aaron Donald two games, two games a year at least, and then watching the playoffs like he just demolished us. I was, oh my gosh, he was the reason why my DK didn't have that touchdown on uh on Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey got burnt in that in that game, and Aaron Donald got pressure on Russell Wilson so much that he overthrew DK. As crazy as that is, he overthrew DK, the same guy that ran down Buda Baker from ten yards. That's still amazing. That was a play that either that or the uh, Hail Murray play of the year. I think they gave it to them, to Murray for that. Yeah, I, I still think it's DK. Nah, ten yard uh, head start, bro. No. You, and again, Buda Baker's not a slow player. Buda Baker's really fast. DK's just faster. Clearly, he was running at hundred. He was running at like a hundred, uh, twenty-two miles an hour. But you should not be that fast, that big. 
and to see that his dad was an offensive lineman. But I, like I said, I don't see it happening. But if that if if that were to happen, I think that would be the be- our best bet because Zeke. There, there's something that I would give credit for with this team. They know how to take a running back that is on a decline and bring him into the system, and he flourishes. Especially a first round running back, Mister Beast Mode. So Zeke could be the second coming of Beast Mode in that in that sense because that was a Pete Carroll that was a Pete Carroll uh, move. He was brought in Pete Carroll's first year, and then we saw what happened in the playoffs. I wanted Justin Forsett to be the guy, but they made a better decision. Um, anything else for you? I got nothing. I'm just I'm just ready for free agency to start, dog, because this is going to be a crazy free agency period. You got quarterbacks that are taught being talked about being gone being moved over. You still got the Deshaun Watson situation. Evidently at Las Vegas is shopping Derek vehicle. Um somebody else was being shot too. The possibility of Tua being shopped. You got guys like Jameis looking for a spot, looking for a team. I still think Marcus Mariota should get another shot at starting. And then the, and then the draft. So it's, it's a lot of star power in this draft. So I'm really looking forward to everything going down. And I think they already start the new the official start of the offseason in a few weeks. That and uh you you know the uh Bengals are getting New Jersey's, right? I'm curious as to what they will look like. Evidently helmets staying the same, so we'll see. I kind of want them to go back to a, a a similar style to what the originals look like. Well, not the originals, but you know the Super Bowl era when they were going when they went to the Super Bowl. You mean that one time? The icky shuffle days. The icky shuffle. Yeah. So. Went twice. I could have sworn they went twice because there was I was watching a video comparison between the 49ers and the Bengals about how two quarterbacks took the team to Super Bowl at the like same time separation between the two years. Hold on, let me see. And they lost both years. I want to say one was to the 49ers. Yeah, they did. One of them, they did lose to the Niners. Yeah, it was two. 82 and 89. Who was the one? Who was the first one? Who was the one of them against? Uh, I want to say both were against the and look at that. Both were against the 49ers. <laughs> Surprising. Uh, 23 was against the 49ers, and that was uh, Joe Montana. And then Steve Young? I want to say Steve Young was, uh, what was this? This looks like 26. I think that was the monkey off the bat game, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, they've been twice. Do you say? Do you say they could uh, build that scene to a point where they're back in the Super Bowl? I I would like to see it because the Browns got there, so it's not impossible. Well, they're not there, but they're on their way. 
You think they can? You think they're on their way? The Browns? Or do you think this is one of those 2007 type years and they're going to just suck next year? I, uh, I I hope I hope I want to see them do something. I think a lot of people are rooting for them now more than ever because it's that whole that whole phenomenon of a team that has sucked for so long. You just want to see them do good. It was like with the Jaguars. Like the Jaguars went to the AC Championship that year, and I'm like, I really hope they can pull it off. You know, of course they didn't because they got cheated. But you know, they got cheated. But the next year they just sucked. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I was hoping. I was going to next season and hoping, like, huh, I wonder if they could do it again, and they didn't. But, you know. And evidently, people don't like the owners there either. I, I can always go back to that whole debate that uh, TK and uh, Yannick had on Twitter. Like, dude, you're really out here fighting with a football player. Just trade the man, which they finally did. I don't think he even did much this year. I think he was injured. Who is it? Yannick and Gakway. Oh. He was one of those guys that gave my team a, a beating when we played them that year and they went to this uh, AFC championship. But I had to give him credit, man. That defense was legit. That was like the moment I realized that Jalen Ramsey was a dog. And still is. Now I got to deal with some two times a year now, so... It is what it is. Um, with that being said, dog, I ain't got too much else to say. Yeah, I'm good. So y'all y'all continue to drink your water. Alright? Yep. Drink water. Peace, love, and pop tarts. We'll be out of here. Peace.